This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. The Capital One Venture X business card earns unlimited double miles on every purchase. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash VentureXBusiness. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. In Taiwan, Vice President Lai Qingdo won the presidential election with about 40 percent of the vote. Lai's ruling Democratic Progressive Party is skeptical of China, which claims a self-governed democracy. Lai spoke in Taipei. Here he is through an interpreter thanking voters. We are telling the international community that between democracy and authoritarianism, we will stand on the side of democracy. Lai said he will work to safeguard Taiwan from threats and intimidation by China. Members of the Houthi movement promising a strong and effective response to the latest American airstrike in Yemen. NPR's Peter Kenyon reports the escalating violence is stoking fears of a wider regional conflict. A Houthi spokesman said the latest strikes, whose targets included a radar facility and a military base in Yemen, had no significant impact on the group's ability to attack ships that he called Israel-related from passing through the Red Sea. President Joe Biden warned Friday that he could order more strikes if the attacks on vessels don't stop. The Houthis say the motivation for the drone and missile attacks that have driven some shippers to reroute around southern Africa is to show support for Hamas and Hezbollah, two proxy militias funded and armed by Iran. Israel has been launching attacks in the Gaza Strip and across the northern border with Lebanon in the wake of the Hamas surprise attack that killed some 1,200 people on October 7th. Peter Kenyon, NPR News, Istanbul. With the war in Gaza approaching the 100-day mark, Israel is pressing its offensive. Health and rescue officials in Gaza say more than 30 Palestinians were killed overnight by Israeli airstrikes. The World Health Organization says fewer than half of Gaza's 36 hospitals are functional and only partially. The Israeli military has said the war will stretch throughout the year. Hamas still holds more than 100 hostages taken during the October 7th attack. Millions of Americans in the path of a severe winter storm that's brought heavy snow, ice, and dangerous bitter cold to the middle of the country. David Shaper reports from Chicago that airlines have delayed and canceled more than 5,000 flights, while hundreds of thousands of homes and businesses have lost power. Whiteout conditions from blowing snow forced aviation authorities to ground flights at Chicago's O'Hare Airport for a couple of hours, while heavy snow and winds up to 60 miles an hour will continue to make driving treacherous through Saturday. Brandy Kanazi of Chicago's Department of Family and Support Services says plummeting temperatures could be life-threatening to those who are homeless. So the city is opening warming centers and... Over the next several days and nights, homeless outreach teams will be out visiting encampments across the city performing well-being checks and connecting residents to shelter. Meanwhile, utility crews are working to restore power to those with outages. For NPR News, I'm David Shaper in Chicago. And from Washington, you're listening to NPR News. House Speaker Mike Johnson is standing by a $1.6 trillion bipartisan spending uh, spending deal in the face of calls by hardliners in his party to scrap it. They are threatening a government shutdown next week if he does not throw out the deal. Johnson says he's sticking with it, but no clear path has emerged for overcoming hard-right opposition. To London now, where the Metropolitan Police Force say a march by pro-Palestinian campaign groups in the British capital will see some 1,700 officers on duty. Philip March reports that some of them have been drafted from outside the city. The march route begins at the heart of London's financial district, continues along the River Thames and ends in the square outside Britain's parliament. 
As the first major protest of the new year, police said their presence is to ensure a safe and peaceful event, and they've continued to discuss details with organisers. The British capital has seen a substantial rise in anti-Semitic attacks in recent months, as well as several controversies over the policing of hate speech. After multiple arrests at previous protests, police said they'd use facial recognition software to potentially prosecute on terrorism-related charges and work to identify statements that, quote, cross the line into religiously or racially aggravated offences. For NPR News, I'm Willem Marks in London. New Zealand's former Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern got married this weekend. She married her longtime partner Clark Gayford in a private ceremony today. It's believed only family, close friends, and a few of Ardern's former lawmaker colleagues were invited. The two have been engaged for almost five years. They initially planned to wed in 2022, but the coronavirus pandemic forced them to postpone it. I'm Giles Snyder, NPR News.